give something that is really relevant and related to our salvation. So, I will talk about a sanctified life. So, what is a sanctified life to us Christians? So, tayo, tayo mga Kristiyano, uh, we are being raised on the belief that um, once tinanggap natin si Jesus Christ sa buhay natin, ligtas na tayo. Pero malinaw na malinaw, kung babasahin natin yung buong Bible, the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation, wala pong nakasaad doon na pag tinanggap natin si Jesus Christ, ligtas na tayo. Kasi sabi lang doon, if we go to the book of John, I think it's John 1 verse 12, if I'm not mistaken, to those who believe and to those who receive, He gave them the right to become children of God. Pag sinabing right, right, sa'yo na ba yun? Na, um, na, na, pag sinabi bang binigyan ka ng karapatan, um, napanghawakan mo na yun. Let's see, what, eh, pag bumili tayo sa lupa, pag, pag binili mo pa lang yung right of uh, reservation, yung lupa ba na gusto mong bilhin, sa'yo na? So, hindi pa. So, kailangan, may bagay ka pang gagawin. So, ganun din po sa salvation po natin, mga kapatid. Uh, hindi muna tinanggap natin si Jesus Christ, meron na tayong eternal salvation. Nung time na uh, naniwala tayo, at tinanggap natin si Jesus Christ sa buhay po natin, binigyan po lang tayo ng pagkakataon ng ating Panginoon na mapalapit sa Kanya. Remember, if we go back to Romans 5 verse 1, sabi po doon, to those who are being justified with Christ, they are now at peace with God. Yun siya sabi po doon. Kasi po, ang, ang tao po, pinaglihi tayo sa kasalanan as a result of the sin of Adam and Eve sa Garden of Eden sa Genesis 3. So, nung tayo ay pinaglihi sa kasalanan, tayo po ay kaaway ng Diyos because God in His righteousness can never stand sin. So, imposible po tayo makalapit sa ating Panginoon. Hindi po papakinggan ng ating Panginoon ang ating mga panalangin kasi po malayo tayo sa Kanya at galit siya sa kasalanan. Ngayon, because God still love us in spite of the sin that is in us, He made a way out. Tayo po, dahil sa kasalanan, ang destiny natin is in hell. We are destined to go to hell. But a loving God, a good God, can never send someone to hell intentionally. But our sin is the one that sent us to hell. So, gumawa na paraan po ang ating Panginoon, Nagkatawan siyang tao by sending Jesus in the form of Jesus Christ. He came as a man, gave up his deity and came as a man and he died on the cross of Calvary so that matubos po tayo sa ating magkakasala. He paid the ransom for our sin by dying on the cross. At dahil po doon, sa ginawa na ni Cristo namatay siya para sa ating pagkakasala, naging kasalanan siya para sa atin and after niyang mabuhay muli and ascended back to heaven after his resurrection nabigyan po tayo ng pagkakataon na mapalapit sa Diyos pero hindi pa rin tayo basta-basta makakalapit sa Diyos dapat ang sabi doon to those who believe and to those who receive he gave them the right to became children of God. So, ang dapat po natin gawin ay tanggapin muna si Kristo. And sabi din doon sa John chapter 3, verse 16, 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have an everlasting life. Sabi po nila, marami pa ang niniwala na unconditional daw ang pagmamahal ng ating Panginoon. Pero, kung titingnan po natin by context, meron po salita po dun sa John 3.16 na whosoever. Whosoever speaks of a condition. Ibig sabihin po, ang pagmamahal ng ating Panginoon at pagpapatawad ating Panginoon, hindi natin makakamtan unless Unless, sabi po lang, whosoever believes Him, unless maniwala tayo kay Jesus Christ first and foremost. And sabi po sa John chapter 1, verse 12, to those who believe and to those who receive, He gave them the right to become children of God. At sinusuportahan din po yan ng verse na Romans chapter 5, verse 1, ang sinasabi po doon, to those who are being justified with Christ, They are now at peace with God. Ibig sabihin po dun sa right na sinasabi sa John 1 verse 12, nung tinanggap natin si Jesus Cristo, tayo ngayon ay pinatawad na ating Panginoon. Dahil kasabay ng pagtanggap natin kay Jesus Cristo ay ang pagsisisi natin sa ating mga pagkakasala. At dahil nagsisi tayo sa ating pagkakasala, tinanggap natin si Jesus Cristo, tayo ay nilinis ng ating Panginoon mula sa ating past sins or yung mga nakaraang pagkakasala. At dahil napatawad tayo ating Panginoon, nalinis tayo na ating Panginoon, dahil kay Heso Kristo, tayo ngayon ay hindi nakaaway ng Diyos, kundi naging kaibigan na tayo ng ating Panginoon. Pero hindi po ibig sabihin nun, nadigtas na tayo. Dito pa lang po magsisimula yung ating journey as a Christian. Bakit po? Bakit ko po nasabi na hindi pa tayo ligtas? If you go to Matthew chapter 1 verse 21, sinasabi po doon malinaw na Jesus came only for one reason, and that is to save His people from their sins. Ngayon po, tatanungin ko po sa inyo, meron pa po bang kasalanan na nagtitira po sa inyong mga buhay? Hindi po pagkakasala, na maituturing, marahil inisip natin na hindi naman tayo makasalanan. Pero, kung isipin po natin, tayo po ba, di ba, kung pagbabasihan po natin yung sampung utos na ating Panginoon, sabi po doon ay, wag, isa po doon sinasabi, wag, wag kang mag-iinteres doon sa mga bagay na pag-aari ng iyong kapatid. So, may mga times pa na parang um, pakiramdam mo, naiingit ka pa din sa mga kapatid mo, kaibigan, katrabaho. Ito pa, sinasabi din sa Bible na huwag tayong magsisinungaling. May times ba na nakakapagsinungaling ka pa rin? Ito, sinasabi din sa Bible na dapat gagalangin mo ang parents mo. May times ba na nasasagot mo yung mga magulang? So, ibig sabihin po, hindi po tayo ligtas pa rin sa ating mga pagkakasala. May mga times nakapagsinungaling pa rin tayo. There are times, um, even white lies is still considered as lies. And even um, saying harsh words to our parents, it's still seen. And also, makaraniwan, kapag uh, may times na pinag-uusapan natin yung ibang tao, to their own defame 
according to their own shame. Ibig sabihin po nun, sinisiraan natin yung isang tao, hinihiya natin isang tao, pinagkakatuwaan natin isang tao, it's still sin. So we are not exempted on this. And it's, unless there is still, and not until, those sins in our life were gone, were all gone, doon pa lang po natin masasabi na ligtas po tayo. Ngunit, hanggat may kasalanan pa po natin sa buhay natin, and if God, or if Jesus came from heaven to earth to save us from sin, then ibig sabihin, hanggat may kasalanan pa sa buhay mo, hanggat may kasalanan pa sa buhay ko, hindi pa ako ligtas, hindi ka pa rin ligtas. So, ibig sabihin po nun, ang salvation ay hindi lamang siya natatapos sa pagtanggap natin kay Jesus Cristo. Kundi, sinasabi po sa Philippians, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Dito po papasok yung topic po natin ngayon, which is sanctified life. So, what is a sanctified life? So, marami po sa ating mga kristyano, hindi natin lang iintindihan kung ano ba yung salitang sanctified. Pero ang ang pinaka-simplest explanation of a sanctified life is a life of segregation, meaning we are fixing our fences. Kung maalala niyo po, sa, sa book ni Nehemiah, ang mga Jewish people, they are building walls, city walls, around Jerusalem. Why? The walls that time, the city walls, are the protection of a city against their enemy. So, ganun din po sa buhay po natin. We need to build walls sa buhay natin. Yun po yung life of segregation. Building walls. is our personal and intimate relationship kay God. So, paano tayo magkakaroon ng personal and intimate relationship kay God? Well, all we have to do is to read our Bible and spend a quality time with the Lord. By also saying a prayer. Spending time more on our prayer closet. Pag sinabi bang prayer closet, kailangan magtatago ka um, sa walk-in closet mo para manalangin. No! Pag sinabi natin prayer closet, our prayer closet is actually our heart. Meaning, kahit saan ka man mapunta, wherever you go, wherever place you are in, and whatever time it is, kung feel mo, kinukonwit ka na whole spirit na kailangan mo kausapin ang ating Panginoon, you can actually pray in your mind. Even though nagtatrabaho ka, you are in the office, or you are in school, doing your school works, or even if you are um, speaking to a friend, kapag sinabi ng Holy Spirit that you need to pray, you will be silent, praying, silently praying in your mind. You don't need to announce it to the whole world that you are praying. But the most important thing here is you pray. That is our prayer closet. And also, reading the word of God. I mean, faith comes, yes, by hearing and hearing the word of God. But, huwag din natin kakalimutan na, sabi ng, sabi, yung best sabi sa Bible, let's say sa book of Joshua, Sabi ng Lord, do, let not, I, do not let the this book be apart from you. Yun yung, sasabi, yun yung context ng Joshua 1 verse 8. Do not let the content of this book be depart from you. 
from your mouth, from your heart, from your lips. So it is something like that also. The Bible is the truth. It is like our uh, life manual. So we cannot, um, we cannot live on our own. I mean, yeah, in human sense, you have wisdom, correct? But iba pa rin yung wisdom na nagagaling sa Lord. Sabi nga sa Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and all of your mind. Trust in the Lord. And lean not me on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. So, living by faith is not just relying on your own strength, on your own capability, on your own wisdom. Because nanggaling din naman yun sa atin, Panginoon. It is God who provide us with those capabilities. And even from the book of Exodus, sinasabi na rin yan, that it is God who give us everything. And sabi, sabi din sa New Testament, every good and perfect gift comes from above. So it is still the Lord. So don't rely on yourself, but rely on the Word of God in everything that we do. So that is one way of building fences. Another one is having a church family. You surround yourself in the church. You surround yourself with people of the same faith. Bakit po? Kasi kapag ang sinasamahan mo ay yung mga tao na walang pananapaltaya, dalawa lang yung pwedeng mangyari dyan. It's either ma-influensya mo sila or ikaw yung ma-influensya nila. But most likely na nangyayari is tayo yung ma-influensya ng mundo. So we need in living a sanctified life, we need to really depart ourselves or set apart ourselves from the world. It is only when we set apart ourselves from the world that we can be aware of the sins that is in the world. Kasi habang lumulubong tayo sa mundo, wale, mga kaibigan mo, mahilig mag-inom, mahilig manigarilyo, uh, mahilig pumimik, Habang nakababat ka doon at ini-enjoy mo paggawa nyo, hindi mo ma-realize na kasalanan nyo. But, if you are someone who is surrounding yourself with a good crowd, doon makita na there's something wrong sa lifestyle nitong mga taong to. Because, not, not only that they are wasting money and wasting their time and wasting their health, nawawalan din sila ng sense of purpose. And sometimes, ang pag-iinom, yung too much, um, pagiging too much drunkard na isang tao, nagiging mitya pa yun ng pagkakasira ng isang pamilya, right? So, we see, fixing our fences is also surrounding ourselves with good people and most likely, the only, the most, um, most, so, sabi nga, nakasabihan, see, feathers flock together. So, kung ang mga kaibigan mo, mga, manginom, um, laging um then derilyo ng babae malamang ganun ka din but if you surround yourself with people na mahilig na walang ibang ginawa kundi ayusin ang buhay nila um they are walking by faith then you are also be someone who is walking by faith so nakita ko po dito mga kapatid ay one way of setting apart is be connected to your church family. So, ano po bang kahalagahan ng pagkakaroon ng sanctified life? First and foremost, to be sanctified, ito po yung first step natin 
to really copy Christ. Sabi nga po sa Bible, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So ito na tayo. Sanctified, living a sanctified life is also means of do not conforming to the world. Because binabago natin yung buhay natin. Whatever in the world is kasalanan. Aminin man natin sa hindi, masaktan man tayo o hindi, kasalanan pa rin yun. We cannot mix up the righteousness of God with sin. Because God can never be equally yoked with sinners. He hates sin and He cannot afford to even look at sin. Kaya nga po si Jesus Christ, kahit anak po siya ng Diyos, at Diyos mismo, nung time na ipinako siya sa krus, dala-dala niya po, pasan-pasan niya po ang kasalanan ng buong mundo. That's why God left him. God cannot even look at Jesus. Even though He's the Son of God, God cannot look at Jesus. That's why Jesus say, Father, why have you forsaken me? Because God cannot look at sin. So, kaya po kahit anong panalangin ng isang makasalanang tao, God will never listen. So, the only way for a person to be heard by God is, sinabi ko nga po kanina, you have first to believe Jesus Christ. Believe on what He had done on the cross and repent from your sins. That is the first step so that you will be justified and finally be at peace with God. Ngayon, after nating mapatawan at peace na tayo kay Lord, nakakausap natin si God, pwede na tayong manalangin sa Kanya, makikinig na siya sa ating mga panalangin. Ngayon, ang sabi ng Lord, sabi dun sa verse 12 ng Romans, ay chapter 12 verse 2 ng Romans, to show that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable will of God. Ano ba itong will ng Lord nito? Well, ang will ng Lord, nakikita natin sa Romans chapter 8, verse 29. Sabi po doon, For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He may, uh, to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might become the firstborn among many brothers. Tingnan niyo po ay, yung pagkasalungat niya. Sabi sa Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Then, sabi sa Romans 8 verse 9, conform to Jesus Christ. Ibig sabihin po pala, sa bawat bagay na ginigive up natin, dahil sa paglakad natin sa Lord, sa bawat bagay na tanggal natin sa sarili natin, may ipapalit tayo. So, kung tinatanggal natin pangit na ugali, which is from the world, kaya sabi doon, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. We remove things of the world from us. Yung pangit na ugal natin. Any bad values, attitude, character from us, we remove it because it is from the world. And we now conform to Christ. How Christ walk on his earthly life. That is what we copy. When Jesus saw, uh, when Jesus um, walked with humility, we will also copy his humility. When Jesus walked, um, in righteousness, we will also walk in righteousness. And, sabi nga doon, Jesus cannot even stand divorce because marriage reflects the relationship of God or Christ to the church. So, ganun po siya mga kapatid. 
whatever or how how so how Jesus walk we will just copy it so ganun po yun ito yung buhay na gustong uh, ipaunawa sa atin na ating Panginoon that is what being sanctified is like we will completely abandon our previous ways to exchange it to Jesus way so yun yung sanctification and habang patuloy natin inaalis yung um yung sarili natin dun sa buhay na puno ng pagkakasala dun natin nag-glorify ang ating Panginoon and you know this world will never be perfect again this world will never get better bakit ko po nasabi? kasi malinaw din po na sinasaad sa banal na kasulatan that this world will eventually be dissolved with fire Hatulan na to ng Lord kasi sukdulan na ang kasalanan ng tao. But God promised His sons and daughter one thing. And that is the new heaven and the new earth. And in the new earth, we will dwell together forever with Jesus when He returns. So, yun po ang totoo. That's why, um, kung mapapansin po natin, COVID is here. And kabi-kabila yung um, nababalitaan natin na gera. Volcanic eruption, ganun din. Earthquake, ganun din. Calamity, ganun din. And people are perishing. Lives are perishing. Gaganap ang kahirapan. Poverty is there. Death is there. Crime is there. So, kung mapansin nyo po, it's getting worse. But, ano po yung hope na meron ang bawat anak ng Diyos? Our only hope is in God. We have peace in our heart that whatever will happen, God will protect us. Yun po yung hope natin bilang Kristiyano. And, hindi natin magpa-perfect ang buhay Kristiyano here, of course, kasi we are still dwelling in the world of sin. And ang hindi yung influence na kasalanan sa buhay natin. But what we can do is try our best to abstain from sin. Kahit nandiyan yung influence sa kasalanan, hindi ka tutuka, hindi ka titikim. Yun po siya. That is being sanctified. And yun po yung um, tribulation na sinasabi sa bahay po para sa mga kristyano. Yung kahit tempt na tempt ka na, we are being surrounded by temptation every single day. Pero kahit ganun, mag-stand pa rin tayo sa pananampalataya natin. We, are, we will still remain on our identity because we are a Christian. Yun po ang life of sanctification. We will never, we will never even taste a bit of sin. And kung makatumigyan pa tayo, hindi natin napigilan, we will humble down before God and repent in prayer. So yun po siya. That is what sanctification is all about. And dito din po sa sanctification na to, habang patuloy tayong lumalago sa ating pananampalataya, patuloy tayong lumalakad palapit sa ating Ama, mas marami pa po yung kasalanan na nadidiscover tayo, na meron tayo sa buhay natin. And as we discover those things in our life, we will still humble down before God. We will discover how great a sinner we are. But still, by God's grace, He is saving us. Kaya po sinasabi sa Bible na narrow, is the road 
or narrow is the way that leads to life and only few will find it because many people cannot afford to give up those things that God wants them to give up. But you know, Christian life is a continuous life of surrender until we became like Christ each day. It's a constant pruning of our life. God is peeling our hearts. God is peeling our lives to the things that is not His. And all we have to do is to surrender to God's grace. To surrender to God's uh, God's work in us. And we will work it out. Whatever God work in us. So, yun po mga kapatid. Nawa po natuto po tayong lahat. Maraming salamat po sa inyo. God bless you.